Hello, everyone. I'm Alex Sakaguchi, and you're listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast, where we dig into the truth in information. We're here at Veritas Vision 2017. I'm joined again by distinguished colleague, Mr. Ralph Wynn, product manager on our various data protection portfolio products. Um, we're going to be talking about a pretty interesting uh, set of topics today related to data protection. Uh, let me set it up this way, Ralph. So here at the conference, uh, our CPO has talked a lot about how we're evolving data protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm sure the audience and the listenership knows, we're, we've been a leader in this area for a long time. And one of the things that stood out is that uh, Mike said that we are going to enable our customers to protect any workload mm-hmm. via the most appropriate method or technique uh, that you know, and that depends on whatever the the customer's workload or environment looks like. Right. So you manage. Uh, well, why don't you tell us what do you what do you manage within the net backup portfolio? Well, I, I manage the the our net backup self service product product line as well as our virtual appliance, and also I also touch on reporting. So it kind of is the the, the double trifecta of things that customers are you know looking into to, to make their lives easier and and make that transition okay oh, I'm gonna mark that one down the double trifecta the double trifecta <laughs> I, I, that, I actually trademarked that so you can't use it all right so um, virtual appliance let's start there um, I think you know we've had a we've had a physical appliance for at least four or five years right maybe longer uh, super interesting product mm-hmm. fast growing I think one of if not the yep. fastest growing backup appliance in the market um, a lot of customers have adopted that. I think it's partly due to the fact that we're combining uh, sort of the, the hardware piece plus the software piece with some added capability there in a very simple to deploy form factor. Why did we decide to also create a virtual version of that appliance? Well, you also forgot one other piece of kudos is that we're the leader in the pur- purpose-built backup appliance market. So that's the growth that it's taking on from a, from a net backup and uh-huh. Veritas perspective. But ultimately, the value that we bring with the, the physical appliance, customers were saying, you know, we've gone in some of our remote offices or our smaller sites, we've started to virtualize everything. And maybe we just don't have the, the workforce that's uh, astute enough to really go and put out physical appliances and, and update them and uh, modify them, if, especially if something breaks. And so they're saying, hey, can we virtualize this experience and create a virtual appliance that I can you know, deploy from my site, maybe a thousand miles away in my corporate data center and have it protect all of my virtualized workloads. Maybe I have a small f- uh, physical footprint and then send that data, you know, protect it locally at that remote site and then send data back to the data center. So just in case we lose that small site, I can recover their data at our data center. So I think that's uh, that's interesting as we listen to the UPS guy outside. It sounds like he's uh, packing up some boxes out there. <laughs> um, but uh, so you mentioned something that was interesting, uh, not just for the collapse of the complexity piece of mm-hmm. like maybe deploying and, and operating backup infrastructure, but you mentioned what I guess what I would term a skills gap yes. where 
maybe you don't have the expertise. Can you comment on that? I mean, what are you saying? Like, IT is not as smart as no, it used actually, to be? It's, it, no, actually, there's no, no diss to, the, to our IT folks. I've been supporting those guys for 17 years. It's more, uh, as you talk to global companies, they have offices like in Kuala Lumpur or they have them in remote areas where they don't, it's not densely populated, but they still have a small office. So think of your, uh, your larger banks, your global present banks, uh, some of your telecom folks, they have larger offices and they may have some satellite offices. And they may just have a few folks that are doing you know, business work, but they don't have IT staff there. So when you say, hey, I need you to go into the, to the closet, uh, take the Phillips head screwdriver and pop a plate off, that may not be in someone's job description. They may get, have no clue what that is. Or even if you have to do an RMA where you have to send some new hardware in and they need to uh, replace it, uh, maybe the folks that we partner with don't have people that can go out to those remote locations. All right. So, I mean, so that makes sense. But uh, and I'm I'm sure like lots of our customers have these small satellite offices, mm -hmm. but why wouldn't they just use like a another product on the market? I mean, certainly that's an option as well, right? It why is. wouldn't they use it something is. you know that's maybe uh, you know it could be a competitor product for that matter, but something that's really super simple to to use? Like why why would it not be in their best interest to do that? Well, we, we keep the same user experience. So if you're used to using NetBackup as in the software version, you're used to using NetBackup as a physical appliance, the virtual appliance is, is just an extension of that. So you don't have to go out and actually train someone to go and start to administer and, and, and uh, configure new products. It just adds to the administrative overhead. The way we did our virtual appliance is we looked at the environments that customers would deploy it in and the steps it would be needed to take to make sure that that de deployment goes by smoothly. And then we automated much of that. So the customer really doesn't have to understand VMware. They just need to know what name I want to give it, where it needs to go, and then how much storage I want to put behind it. And we do all of the, the heavy lifting. So they don't have to really go out and, and do a whole bunch of uplift to get this going. Isn't, isn't there also like an element of just... Um you know, I'm just referring. I'm just thinking about some of the stuff that we we, we heard on the keynote stage, right? Mm -hmm. Where enterprises have you know multiple backup solutions, mm -hmm. data protection solutions in use today. Isn't there a benefit to being able to not just from an experience perspective, but just from a siloed kind of walled-in data when you have multiple products that are essentially serving very similar functions? Isn't there a benefit to having? a simple to deploy yet same, an extension of the product in a remote office like this that is uh, above and beyond just the experience, but just you know having visibility or like cross control over the customer's data, wherever it exists, whether that's satellite or. Most, 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 uh, most of that is exactly correct because with the, the virtual appliance, it is an extension. So you, are, you can have your data localized at that small site, but then you can have that using the current technologies that backup offers, you can replicate that data to the data center. So just in case maybe uh, a flood comes through the, the islands of Puerto Rico, which unfortunately it's doing right now, and you need to get access to that data, you could have already set it up. You, you're using your current net backup environment. You're not having to go out and do anything differently. It just works the same way. It's just, it's your, the form factor is totally different. So the value is, is that you don't have to change anything. You just now have another media server out there or another master environment that you're already used to. You know how it works. You can see the data the same way. You can move it around your environment. And then it also works with other products in, in the portfolio. So if you need to do orchestrated recovery with VRP, it all works the same as if it was in the data center. Is there a, is there a value? I mean, a lot of what you're saying is, you know, customers already know and love right. and have, you know, understand that backup. Is there a, a, a chance that you would, let's say, approach a smaller customer 
or a customer with remote offices that maybe does not have net backup in the data center mm -hmm. with a you know virtualized appliance form factor, net backup, easy to deploy, protect the workloads type of thing. Basically all the value that you're talking about right now, but for a non-net backup customer, does that apply? It it definitely applies in certain situations. And so I'm you know, I'm in the product management space, so I like to think that my product works everywhere, but we we would definitely be working with the customer to understand the environment to better make sure that we suit them with the right software and solution because not every product fits for every customer, but yes, if it's a good-sized customer with a lot of data, like uh, VMware data, maybe they have some databases uh, and other applications, this would fit perfectly. So you're talking like kind of the core of net backup, like your heterogeneous environment. Oh, most definitely. Right, kind of enterprise level. That typical right? personality that fits the net backup uh, product line. Right. Correct. Interesting. You're working on uh, some other things as well. You mentioned the self-service oh, side, right? Self-service is taking off. I've talked to telecoms. Some of our phone companies here in the States are actually customers are using it right now because what they're getting to is that they're trying to make sure IT is, more, is as nimble as possible. And so they want to take off some of that burden around doing daily backups and restores for some of their users and actually put that back onto the users and say, hey, we're going to put policies in place that allow you to see your own data, which it has the capability to do. You can set up, we give you some guardrails, and we can specify how often you can protect that data, uh, and then if you need to restore it, if you're smart enough, let's say you're the IT team, you can restore the data right away, but if you're sales or marketing, no offense to you, uh, we may not want you <laughs> to restore you. data right off, we may want to intervene and, and make sure that the environment is ready to handle your restores, or just check your work to make sure you're not doing anything detrimental to the environment. So talk, talk me through the, how that works, I mean today, I mean, this. I mean, I, I I operate primarily on a laptop, but when right. you say like the end user, who are you talking about? We're we're talking about you, me, uh, Katie over here, who's keeping time for us. Um, the end user could be your sales team, your marketing team, your HR team, uh, internal customers, or if you're a service provider, it could be your external customer, the person who signed the contract and wants you to take over backup and recovery services for their organization. So, well, I'm going to press you on that a little bit. So, mm -hmm. you're talking about just your individual. Normal Joe Schmo in the in the company mm -hmm. can do their own data protection. Yes, it, with with that backup self service, they could. What are they actually protecting? They're protecting either their their own servers or the file shares that they have data on. It really is customizable to the customer. So right now, the biggest uh, uh, input that we're or the biggest use cases that we're serving are virtual machines. So customers will say, you know, we have the DevOps team or we have some of our engineers, and they have VMs that they they're out there, you know, spinning up and spinning down. We don't want to have to worry about protecting them. We want to let they know what they need protected. So we'll say, hey, you can do backups from this time to this time, and it'll be stored for this long. You and then based on your user credentials, you can see all your machines, and then they just create their own backups. And then if they need to restore something, they don't have to go back to IT to do it. They can just do it themselves from the web, web console. So that's interesting. What what is the um, I guess what is the motivating beyond just like outsourcing essentially that mm -hmm. you know that. Uh, uh, what would it be like? Just the manpower, or the you know the time and resources that IT would have to invest to be able to handle that for the entirety of the organization. What other benefits exist by outsourcing that to the end user, as you say? Well, it also from a legal, legal and, and, and compliance perspective, it you can make sure that data is only kept a certain amount of time, so that the users don't inadvertently, you know, keep backups or put some long retention on data that keeps them and moves them out of compliance. You can control and really have true manageability of your information on, on how where it sits, how long it's kept, and then who has access to it. Interesting. Anything else that uh, you guys are working on? I mean, you mentioned virtual appliance. You mentioned. Uh, self-service, 
Well, we, we one just to leave it that that this you know talking to the net backup crowd, especially today, is the big uh, thing announcement we had is that we're we're working on a new reporting project, and that generated a huge amount of excitement. And so for our listeners, if you're part of the customer partner engagement program, we're going to be doing some demos. So uh, make sure you've signed up for that program. You checkmark that you're interested in reporting, and then you'll be able to see our next generation reporting platform for net backup. That's really going to meet not only your on-prem needs but also your uh, your cloud environment as well. So. So just on that, um, what I'm is... I'm supposed to leave him with that. What, what is the... <laughs> I'm going to press you. Bro. What, what, is the, what is the big differentiator between our new reporting capabilities and maybe what our net backup users are, are used to? We're just calling it OpsCenter 2.0, where we actually are being able to marry their on-prem view into data, not only just net backup data, but their infrastructure, as well as their cloud. So if I'm an administrator and I want to make sure I'm protecting you know, everything inside of my net backup domains, I can do that. But we can also call attention to, hey, there are resources that are out there that are unprotected. You have you know, 20 instances in AWS that are not protected. You have 10 in Azure. And you may have some others in your vCloud environment uh, or in your data center, depending on how we're com communicating to the infrastructure. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today, Ralph. Um, awesome. Thank you for having me. When is the, uh, wh where, where can they find out more information about CPEP specifically? Uh, you can go to info.cpep.com, or you can actually check it out on the Veritas uh, resources page as well. Okay, cool. Thanks very much, Ralph, for joining us. To learn more about what we talked about today, the virtual appliance, self-service, reporting capabilities, please visit vrt.as slash netbackupresources. Uh, and that's it for today's Voice of Veritas podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.